Employee Termination Costs Hello. Welcome to today's episode devoted to the costs of terminating an employment contract. As it is commonly assumed, the employee dismissal costs are equal to the cost of recruiting a replacement. In this podcast, I'm going to explain why this approach is so very incorrect. A closer look at the key aspects of firing to hiring process may actually prove that this is a trouble in disguise. We might be losing a lot more than we initially thought. Sauna Talks. Welcome to the Sauna Grow podcast. I am Bolek Drapella. I'm an entrepreneur, a manager, and an investor. In my professional life, I help companies grow wisely, develop internationally, benefit from technologies, and all along, keep their human face in business. Let's sit in our sauna, talk about business, and not only. Let us begin with the recruitment costs. Placing a job advert and sometimes paying the fees of recruiting agencies and HR specialists. The total may range from a few hundred to over tens of thousands lotich. But this is just the tip of an iceberg. We also have to deal with the prolonged underperformance of leaving and the newly recruited workers. For permanent contracts, the common notice period nowadays is one month. It may vary from two weeks to three months, though very rarely, with the tendency to shrink, especially in tech companies. This trend seems to reflect a general decline of the long-term employment ethos among the young workforce. So, for one and a half month on average, hardly anyone works to their fullest. Not only because they don't care. We can optimistically count on 50% effectiveness of leaving workers for various reasons. We should even expect less from them as they are supposed to gradually transfer their duties to their replacements. Paradoxically, their high efficiency just before they leave may indicate that the replacement are just not ready to take over. When this finally happens, they don't reach their predecessor's benchmark overnight. This results in more costs. Thirdly, costs are created when too often living employees take long sick leaves or just walk out of their jobs. Even when they rightfully use up their overdue holiday time or claim the financial equivalent, this almost never happens the right time for the company. I must mention that there are some positive exceptions too. While I managed a hotel in the UK, I had a receptionist named Rowan from South Africa. On his last day, he happened to make a mistake 15 minutes before leaving. He loyally stayed over and wanted to learn what was wrong and then corrected the situation. Well, a nice memory to cherish once in a blue moon. Another problem is a smooth transition between dismissing an old and hiring a new staff. Newly recruited candidates must first finish their commitments elsewhere, which usually can take one or two months, and the employers even face the choice, either wait or take someone worse qualified available straight away. Once again, the vacancy cost may outgrow the expected benefits. The fifth concern are the disturbed team processes. Each departure has an impact on the group, positive or negative. Each new arrival brings about reset to the interpersonal bonds and reconstruction of the team's communication and work interactions. It's not only about the single people's efficiency during the departure and introduction period or downtime in between. Apart from suffering a potential losses in harmony of the team and the team spirit, the whole team is involved in covering for the leavers and introducing the newcomers. 
The sixth area is related to intellectual property. Dismissals may interrupt the sales process. There might be unethical takeovers of the customer's database or customer's accounts by leaving employees. A threat equal to the ex-employee's revenge is to recruit an ex-employee's replacement, a total stranger, and give him access to the company's sensitive information. This reveals far more serious aspect of the firing to hiring process. The seventh point is, I can tell you that, every contract termination is a tough moment for the line managers. They often treat the departure of their team member as their personal defeat. They blame themselves for the wrong recruitment, wrong training, wrong loyalty incentives, and failing to help the employee feel accepted and willing to stay. This is certainly a painful but precious lesson what to actually do better in the future. But there's more to it than that. It hurts emotionally when this is happening and affects the spirit and actions or even efficiency of the team. Though harder to evaluate and calculate financially, this is something to bear in mind as well. Another point worth mentioning is the funds spent on staff trainings. Quite often underrated by the employers, uh, the threat uh, of risky investment. They might be right about the risks when they lose a well-trained employee. But there's even one more thing that is way worse than that. The undertrained employee that stays. When I tell you all about these costs and risks, I'm not trying to discourage you from extending your teams with or developing your business. I just want you to be aware how much time, energy, team spirit and share cash is at risk when employee leaves. All that shows how important it is to select the right people at the stage of recruitment. Oftentimes, it is not strictly unsatisfactory salary, but how much money is allocated to personal development and well-being that is raised as a most common reason for attrition. The managers and their subordinates expect their self-actualization needs to be recognized and addressed as equally as important as they pay. So, I encourage you to take care of your staff as a whole people, not just as a work providers or salary sequence. Support diversity in your teams, transparency of their communication, self-growth of the executive personnel, and keep your company objectives clearly defined. Talk one-on-one. -on -one. Build your teams and as carefully as you expand your business. Make sure to recruit the right people. Remember that the HR agency fee, as high as it seems, isn't nearly as much as the widespread cost of potentially wrong recruitment decision. By seeking the support of a recruitment agency, we don't only reduce the risk and scale of the potential losses. We also take care of our teams as the basic source of company's growth. Remember, the cost of leaving an employee is way higher than the cost of recruitment. All that I have said about the cost of terminating a job contract was by no means meant to stop you from giving your employees honest feedback on their performance. You can hear more about it in episode 5, which covers the managing people out process. The staff members that don't make the expected contribution to the value of the team and the company should hear it clearly. The longer they stay in the team, the more harm they can cause. This is another demanding task of the manager who, mindful of the high replacement costs, must appraise individual contributions to the team and weigh the benefits against the risks. And to stay fair in the whole time, even though it's hard for them sometimes, and sometimes for you. Best of luck and thank you. If you like this podcast and feel it's worthwhile to talk more about it, 
record a question or a comment on saunagrow.com slash podcast, or simply do make an individual mentoring appointment in our sauna. See you later.